Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Dream Take podcast via the Dream Shake. My name is Mike Brown. It does appear that I will be joined shortly by my co-host, Mr. Jeremy Brenner, for tonight's episode as we do go live after every single game, preseason, regular season, and hopefully postseason. The Rockets finalized the preseason for 2022-2023 tonight with a 122-114 win over the Indiana Pacers. Multiple things we need to get to tonight. Great performances we need to talk about tonight, and I look forward to doing that with my co-host, Mr. Jeremy Brenner. Let's get directly to the box score breakdown of tonight's, again, 122-114 to win over the Indiana Pacers, the Rockets moved to 3-1 and one on the preseason. The Indiana Pacers dropped to 2-2. Two and two. The Rockets outscored the Pacers 39-29. to 29. Jeremy, are you there? I'm here, Mike. Can, I, can you hear me? I can hear you. How are you, sir? Beautiful. Love it. Love to see it. Love to hear it. Wonderful. Well, to be here. thank you all so much for joining us. A little bit later tonight, we did have some scheduling conflicts, but... Per the huge, we will join all of our wonderful listeners after every single game, Jeremy. Rockets win tonight, 122-114. Great way to end the preseason tonight. Yes, so we had an undefeated 3-0 preseason? Uh, yeah, we can call it that. Um, okay. Rockets, K.J. Martin, 10 points, was a plus 9 tonight, 8 rebounds. Great to see K.J. Martin hit the boards tonight. Yeah, KJ is going to need to be part of this team. And I look, I mean, how long is Jabari like, is Jabari going to be out for the regular season? Like, I feel like we haven't heard a whole lot about this, this ankle injury that he has. And I feel like if he's going to be out, KJ is going to step into that starting role. So like, I mean, I I personally haven't heard that he's going to be out for the regular season. I don't know if you or any of the listeners have heard otherwise or any other updates, but KJ's so, going to be huge for that reason if he does have to step in. Yeah, per Jonathan Fagan, he was back doing basketball activities this week. So I don't anticipate him missing the season opener on Wednesday as of right now. Now, things could change very quickly, but I fully anticipate him joining the Rockets uh, starting Wednesday night for the season opener. Uh, per Jonathan Fagan, I haven't heard any different. So we're going to operate under that assumption. Uh, let's see. Alperin Shangun, uh, decent night tonight, 12 points, five assists, four rebounds, four of nine from the field. He was a plus 11. Uh, Shangun looked better tonight than he did the other night. There are some quotes that I want to get your take on. Uh, John Lucas had indicated that in this new offensive system that they're trying to deploy this year, Shangun He's going to need to to fix his game a little bit to fix that offensive system. A, are you surprised at this new 
wrinkle in the system? B, are you surprised that that new wrinkle in the system is going to force a guy like Shangun to change his game? Yes and no at the same time. I think I think getting Jabari is obviously a guy gonna that's gonna change how you how you do things. Um, I, I don't necess- like because Shangun's the kind of guy that you you can trust him to handle the ball in the post, and that's not really how the Rockets want to play, and it's not their most efficient style of play. I would say I would say that their most efficient style of play is to give the ball to number four or give the ball to number three and let them do what they're supposed to do. And that's how you win basketball sure. games like you did tonight. So Shangun, an, a guy that, you know, could possibly project to be a Jokic-type player as, a, as like a guard who's a big man, yeah, he's going to have to adapt his game because at this moment in time, Jalen Green and Kevin Porter are how you run your offense and how you win basketball. Eric Gordon, 17 minutes tonight, 14 points, 4 of 8 from the field, 2 of 5 from the three-point line. I mean, I want to talk about Eric Gordon with you, Jeremy, but I don't. Does that make sense? Like, Good night for Eric Gordon. It was a good night for Eric Gordon. You know, like... It, it, and we can leave it at that. Yeah. Perfectly put. Uh, We're happy. Kevin Porter Gordon. Jr. balled out tonight, 27 minutes. 8 of 14 from the field, 5 of 6 from the three-point line, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. He was a plus 16, 22 points. We're going to get to the man, the myth, the legend after this, but the Rockets' backcourts and I combined for 55 points. This is how the Rockets are going to win games this year, is the backcourt's going to have to ball out. Exactly. And they did tonight, and they won the game. Exactly. And I think, you know, Kevin Porter started off a little slow, um, but, you know, when he's on, he's on. And um, I think you saw it tonight, you know, where um, if you can get Kevin Porter, Jalen Green, or Jabari Smith, you can get like two of those three guys on their game. And then you can get your, your 10 to 15 points from a guy like Eric Gordon or a guy like, you know, Shang-Goon or Tari Eason, then... The Rockets are in a very team 20 points. Um, it's just a yeah, matter Jeremy, of you're going, whether he gets the minutes there you or go. not. Yeah, no, for sure. Sorry, you were going in and out there for a few minutes, or a few seconds, I should say. Uh, Jalen Green, dude's a stud. I mean, it's preseason. I get it. The Rockets weren't going up against – the entirety of the Pacers roster that you're going to see in a regular season game. They were still going up against Buddy Heald, TJ McConnell, Miles Turner, Jalen Smith. All of those guys are legitimate NBA players. Jalen Green showed what he can be tonight. And that is a absolute dominant I feel like two Jaylen, guard in the NBA. I feel like Jalen is playing with a bit more of a chip on his shoulder this season. I don't disagree with that. I know we kind of talked about it at the beginning of last year with him not being the number one pick over Cade Cunningham and how that, but how that affected him at least early on. Um, But that, that uh, storyline didn't really play throughout most of last season. It started at the beginning, but it kind of dissipated once Jalen Green was struggling. 
Um, and then Jalen kind of was just like, okay, let me just focus on me. And he was able to focus on himself and it turned into what it turned into. Now I feel like Jalen's playing with a little bit right. more something to prove. I feel like last season it was about proving to himself that he could be elite in the NBA. Now this year it's about proving everybody else. And you can see like there's just a bit more of a oomph in his in his game that we've seen in in the preseason, which I mean, it's only the preseason, so imagine what happens when these games actually start counting. I'm really looking forward to watching Jalen Green this season, and everyone should be, whether you are a Rockets fan or just a basketball fan in general. If you don't like Jalen Green, you don't like basketball, period, end of. Yeah, I think think you're right. I think there's a couple things I want to touch on with Jalen Green. I think big key to his game tonight, and I I watched it on a semi-escalated replay after the, the live game tonight, nine of nine from the from the free throw line it's going to be key for him because he's he's talked about wanting to get to the line more he's going to shoot more free throws this year than last year is my projection nine of nine from the free throw line is a great start I think Jeremy tonight you saw more of the score that is Jalen Green I think when we get in the regular season I would like to see him continue to put emphasis on the other aspects of his game we all know he can score Tonight, he had three assists. He only had one rebound. He had a steal. He was a plus 15. Great to see. I want to see those numbers, though, the rebounding numbers, the assist numbers to get up there in that, I would say, four to six in the rebound range. I would say three to five in the in the assist range. And the points are going to drop down a little bit. But if he can improve in those other areas, we're talking about a superstar, Jeremy. Like that's what this, That's what this guy is. I don't think we're going to see the points drop. I sure. We're going to see the I'm talking about more from 30. I was talking about more about from 33 tonight was, was what I was making reference to. Like if he can get. So your, your ideal stat line is something like 25, five and five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you I mean, can get that I out of him. I don't necessarily think that's who Jalen is at this very moment. I think that's who he could become. Fair. Um, right. But I think here's what I'll say. The the more complete of a player Jalen Green becomes, the more complete of a team the Rockets become. And I think this year, I don't think we're going to see like peak Jalen Green. I think this is going to be a gradual build. Um, but obviously, year two versus year one is probably the most stark difference for any player in the NBA, just because you're going into the season um, with a whole year's worth of experience compared to zero. You know, it's like, there's a binary there. It's yes or no. Do you have experience or not? This year, he has that experience. So he joins the veteran club in the NBA and he knows what to expect. He knows what a full season looks like, feels like, smells like, tastes like. And I think we're going to see a bit more comfort from Jalen Green. I think we've seen that throughout these first couple of preseason games, but I think what we're going to see from Jalen is someone who's going to try to go for 25 points per game. I really do. It's, it's going to be, and look, yeah. that might not necessarily be the winning formula to get the Rockets a lot of wins, but I think at this point, the Rockets are just saying, Jalen, you do what you need to do. And then once you get more playmakers around Jalen, another one next year coming, if the Rockets have a high pick, then I think you can start to see maybe a bit more, 
of him not necessarily needing to be the one scoring all the time. And look, he has Kevin Porter Jr. So it's not like he's, he's alone out there. And he does have Jabari Smith when he does come back. Shangun also is someone who can make plays. I mean, I mean, you could probably get a, a better player in next year's draft next year's I like potentially iconic draft in 2023. Um, so you could get a guy that could really pair well with Jalen to really make this team more complete. But I feel like with him now, this is Jalen's team and he's going to take him as far as he possibly can. I don't know if it's going to be that far this year, but I'm excited to see where it goes. I, co- I couldn't have said it better, any better myself. Usman Garuba, 16 minutes, no points, nine rebounds. Rebounding numbers were good. He was a minus 13 tonight. I don't know how much to read into that. He was playing a lot in the second half. That's why. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. And in the Rockets, they were up by – what were they up by? They were up by 21 at half. They were up by 10 going into the fourth. Um, in Indy, They coasted after the first half. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and they, and they played well. Bruno Fernando, one point. He had six rebounds. Tari Eason, nine points, six rebounds, two assists. He impressed me again tonight with his play. Um, did you see the quote? John Lucas said that he's a better version of Dennis Rodman. Did you catch that? If if Tari Eason can be Dennis Rodman. So John Lucas said. Good, good luck to the rest of the team. Fair. That's fair. Uh, Boban Marjanovic improved. The legend of Boban tonight, one of one from the field, two points. Josh Christopher, five of 14 from the field, 11 points, seven rebounds. Ty Ty Washington with uh, no Deshaun Nicks tonight, 21 point, or excuse me, 21 minutes, three of eight from the field, eight points. He did some nice things tonight. Um, my question to you is, I mean, they, they end the preseason three and one. I think it's easy to say that this team – is better positioned to succeed early in the season this year versus last year. Is that fair? Um, yes. I mean, considering the fact that the team has nowhere to go but up, that's kind of how I feel about it. So, yeah, they're going to be better than they were last year because they, they can't get any worse, you know? Um, I, I really do For think sure. we've seen rock bottom. Um, and I feel like that was – before Jalen Green was even a thought for the Rockets. Um, and, and we've kind of stayed there. We haven't, like, really moved out of that tier. But I feel like this year could be the year where we move up that tier. Um, it will be interesting to see, though, um, with with the whole sweepstakes for Wimbanyama and Scoot Henderson, which teams opt into that and which teams opt for wins. And I think the Rockets are at a point where if injuries happen and the injuries like just, you know, derail the team, I could see them, you know, they're in, they're in range for a Victor or a Scoot Henderson. But if the team can stay healthy, I don't see how they can get Victor when Monuma or Scoot Henderson, they're going to be a team that, is in like the mid lottery or maybe even the play. in if they get really lucky, um, I think that there will be some teams that might get some injuries early on in the year. And then they just say, you know what? We're waving the white back. Kind of like how Portland uh, did last year. You know, they had Damian Lillard, they had CJ McCollum, then Lillard gets hurt. CJ gets hurt. And they're just like, you know what? 
let's tank. Let's go for next year. Let's get shade on sharp in here and, and let, let's retool for next season. I, I think we could see that from other teams, but I don't know if Houston is going to be in that, in that conversation. Do you think, I mean, put yourself in the Rockets position. What do you think the front office is hoping for? I mean, with this campaign, I mean, if you gave them truth serum, do you feel like they are looking at this saying we need to lose as many games as possible to put us in a position for one of those top two picks? Because if they get anything outside of the top two and they actively try to lose games, and it's pretty apparent, Jeremy, like you and I have done this now long enough, you can tell when a team is trying to lose games. There were nights last year the Rockets actively tried to lose games. They can say that they didn't. They did. We all know it. There's no. Pro- I don't have a problem with it, hindsight being 2020, but they were. And if they actively do that this year and they lose out on one of the top two picks, it's a bad look on the franchise. Yeah, I think that's why this the beginning of the season is so intriguing because there's countless um, directions that the team can go in, right? They, they can, you know, they can underperform. They can, you know, perform better than expected. And, like, you really have no idea how it's going to go until you really start seeing some gains. And then once you get, like, a, a quarter of the season, like, I'd say probably around, like, December, um, that's when you can finally start to tell who's legit, who's not, who's a pretender, who's a contender. And I don't know where we can put the Rockets right. at this point. Like, I think we can safely say that they're not a playoff team at this point, but I do, I don't think you can rule out the fact that they could be a play-in team. Um, and I don't think you can rule out the fact that they're going to be right back in the running for Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson. I feel like, uh, you know, the team could go in a lot of different directions and a lot of it depends on injuries. A lot of it depends on whether the, what we saw in the preseason is just a flash in the pan or if this is sustainable uh, for the season. I personally I, I, think that the Rockets want this group to work. I really think they feel like Jalen Green can be – like, I'll ask you this, Mike. Jalen Green or Scoot Henderson, who do you want? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's a great Those question. two are going to be like – like, if they aren't teammates, they're going to be possible rivals, you know, throughout their careers. And – I think after what we've seen from Jalen Green tonight and his trajectory, you can't say for a fact that Scoot Henderson is going to be better than Jalen Green. No, Victor I don't Wimbanyama think so. Wimbanyama is a totally different, like, archetype. Like, we've never seen a Wimbanyama before. And every team would be lying if to say, yes, we want Victor Wimbanyama. And, and look, if the Rockets were to get Scoot Henderson, like, that's a, obviously they're going to, be getting, going to be over the moon for Scoot Henderson, but I I think they say, you know what? We've got Jalen Green. We've got Kevin Porter. We've got Jabari Smith. We like this core. We want to, we can't just sacrifice the development of one year of these guys for the chance at a Scoot or a Wemby. It's just not plausible, especially considering the fact that Kevin Porter is on an expiring deal still doesn't have a contract extension, which I'm kind of surprised about. Um, and then, yeah, so too. I think, I think the Rockets are going to go for as many wins as possible. I don't think they really are going to be blinded by the whole scoot Wemby thing, unless injuries start to really pile up. 
And I do think, I don't think you're wrong with that. I, I'm very much on board with what you're saying. If that is the case, though, Jeremy, I honestly hope that the moves that they make at the deadline reflect that. You know, or not even, not even, not even, not even, you know, not even the deadline itself. You know, if you're trading Gordon, it's enough with the draft picks. Like if you're going to make moves up until the deadline, they need to be for pieces that will help this team win. And I'm, and I'm not necessarily. And draft picks could be that. They could could be that. But you and I both know they have enough draft picks. You have seven guys on this roster that outside of Garuba, are going to be building blocks for this team. There's not one of yeah, those guys that you drafted. You can do, yeah, also what you can do now, now that you have a full season of Jalen Green, you know where he is. You have two full, uh, almost two full seasons of Kevin Porter, uh, you know where he is. You now can use those guys, see where you are, see how they perform in an NBA floor, and you have a better idea of who might actually fit this roster. And that's when you can go make a play in free agency for the perfect fit next to these guys. The first up until now has really been about, okay, who is Jalen green? Who is Kevin Porter? Let's, we still don't know that. We still don't know that. But I think we have a better idea today than we ever have in the past. Sure. Yeah. I think that's fair. So I think that they are now like coming into their own building an identity and now you can truly build around these guys, not only with these draft picks, the Tari Eason's, the Jabari Smith's, the Shangun, uh, Christopher, all of those guys. Like those guys you have, but also you can use existing players in the league to build onto that. And I really think that you're going to see over the next couple of years, you know, the Rockets are, the Rockets are going to make a move. I don't know if it's going to be this year or next year or even the year after that, but they're going to make a move that really sets the tone for how this team is going to go. I don't think it's necessarily going to be a draft pick. I really think it's going to be like the Donovan Mitchell trade for Cleveland. Like that is a tone setting. That was such a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal. Yeah, that that sets the tone for the organization and what kind of team they're going to be. They drafted Garland. They locked him in. They they drafted Mobley. They're going to lock him in. They they got Allen through that uh, through the Harden trade. They locked him in. So now that they've built their identity of this team that is you know just super big in the front court, now they have uh, the guard to kind of match those guys, and now they can make a run at a title. The Rockets are going to have a similar, I guess, come to Jesus moment. Um, where they they go and they get their perfect partner for Jalen Green, and you know who it is. You know who it is, right? I'll tell, I know exactly who it is. Who do you think it is? I've already said it on the show before. I mean, we, but they already have Boban. So. No, yeah, that's fair. Well, okay, you stole my thunder, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, it's Deer and Fox. Okay. That's the move. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends if De'Aaron Fox is available. I mean, I, I like that fit. I think that Kevin Porter yeah. could be 70 cents to De'Aaron Fox on the dollar. Um, and then you can yeah. go and use, you know, you can use whatever money elsewhere. Um, I'm thinking more along the lines of a guy like, I, I don't even know if the guy like fully exists in the league. Well, that's what I'm saying is that if you think about, 
if you think about the guy that I really wanted for this team, that tone like, setter, ideally, that tone setter would have been DeAndre Ayton. Like to me, you you know how I felt about Ayton. I felt like I would think, yeah, in a perfect world, in a in a super perfect world, the center I would want for this team, like if I could pick one center and just put him on the rock, give it to me. It's Joel Embiid. Well, yeah. So, so okay. it'd be like that. I don't know if that's necessarily going to happen. We're talking about things that are going to happen. Aren't going to happen. For well, on that note, give me, give me Jokic. Yeah, give me, give, give me Nikola Jokic. Yeah, I mean, on but, that note. But like, I, I think that that is going to be kind of the ideal, like, like a, a, a big, bold, break the internet trade. Yeah, for sure. But it's, yeah, realistic. Like, you're not going to get Embiid, obviously. I think the move also, well, I'll, I, I I'll mean, give you I another mean, name. Mike, we don't know that. I mean, that, that's, I mean, we're talking about years and years down the line. Do you think that in 2018 that the Brooklyn Nets were going to get James Harden in 2021? Oh. They probably um, didn't think that was even possible. No. They move so fast. It and does, but they better move. The thing. They better make that move. They better make that move. The league that we know in 2022 is going to be so different in the year 2025. And the Rockets by 2025 might be the team to beat. Like, we we can't say that they won't be at this point. But they better make that move before 25. Like, I will will say that. I think we're looking at either this summer or next summer where that move is made. I, I don't disagree with that timeline. I, I and, and to be honest with you, dude, I don't hate that timeline at all because hey, 24, 25. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. And I say Houston to myself, Rockets, 2025 NBA champs, 30 years since the last <laughs> title. I will say this, man, you know, and we're going to, for anyone listening or, or listening tonight or tomorrow, you, Jeremy and I will do a, a kind of get ready for the season show on Sunday night here on Spotify live. So be on the, the lookout for that. But I will say after watching the game tonight, this is not a bottom of the league type of team. I, I just, I don't believe it. They have too much talent to be a worse team in the league. Like, I just don't see it. You know, with. So let's, let's put, okay. So there, let's just say there's six tiers in the league. Um, okay. And there's five teams in each tier. If we're looking okay. at the Rockets being a team that isn't tier six. I would put OKC, Utah, yeah. San Antonio. Yes. Yes. And Sacramento's uh, pretty bad. Sacramento's pretty bad. I think Sacramento is you can't say for certain it's, we are better than Sacramento. Uh, you can't say for a fact, but if I had to put money on it, we will have a better record than San Antonio at the end of the year. So Sacramento at the end I'll of the year. Hypothetic like I, I don't think we can name six teams that are definitely worse than the Rockets, but we can definitely name three. And, yeah. and, that, and that just goes to show it. Like, the Rockets are just better than San Antonio. That is a for certain thing that we can say. Adam is saying Charlotte here in the comments. I, I think LaMelo is, is too much of a floor raiser to say that we are definitely better than Charlotte. Um, They're in the conversation, though, because I think Charlotte's pretty bad. I mean, Charlotte, we'll see with Charlotte. I, I'm not super high on Charlotte this year, um, especially compared to the years that they've had in the past, um, like recently. But they won. They, look, they I think won, Indiana could be They were over 500 too. last year, so yeah. we can't necessarily just be like, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, Indiana. Indiana is pretty bad. Indiana is worse than us. Yeah, especially after tonight. Um, so, yeah, there's four teams that I can definitively say are worse than the Rockets. But that's really it. So if I'm putting my NBA power rankings to start the season, we've got 26 out of 30. Yeah, which isn't – about well, right. It, it's, look, third, it's better than 30, which is where the Rockets have been the last two years. Right. It's still in the, it's still in the spot, though. And this is this is why, and I'm not I'm not I'm not a homer when I say this. It's my opinion that I feel like the Rockets are one of the more intriguing storylines of the the league this year. I really I really do feel like that. Every look I because of those because of, of those year, reasons. I love this part of the year because every team is intriguing to me. Like even even the, yeah. even the teams below us. Like that's a good point. Like look, Ben Mathering is super fun to watch. I think I think that Ben Matherin is going to be exciting to watch. Possible Dark Horse Rookie of the Year candidate. Um, so there's, like, because I'm just a basketball junkie, right? Like, there is just excitement yeah. with every team. So, yeah. I, I, but I will say this. I am the most excited about the Houston Rockets because that's my team. So. Fair. No, and I just think that, you know, as we get closer to the season, I am so excited for this season. Jeremy, I'm excited to do it with you. Uh, as always, of course. Uh, this is a good place to park the rocket ship tonight. Thank you all so much for joining us here on Spotify Live. To recap, the Rockets 122-114 win over the Indiana Pacers to wrap up the 2022-2023 NBA preseason. We will be live with you here Sunday night for a get ready for the season show, Jeremy and I. And then starting next Wednesday, we are off and running, JB. I'm excited for this season. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. I I will say this, though. Um, I I hope kindly um, that the Astros, should they play on Wednesday, Mm. are not at the same time as the Rockets. Yeah, that's fair. I, if so, I'm going to have to go buy another television so that way I can have just back-to-back TVs going at the same time. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I've got two TVs in my living room. <laughs> well, you know what? God bless you, Jeremy Brenner. Um, hey, yeah, there you go. <laughs> if, you, if you're on Twitter, make sure to give the Dream Take a follow at the Dream Take. Follow the mothership of the Dream Take, the Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. You can follow my co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at... Uh, Jeremy Brenner, J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. You can follow my co-pilot, Michael Brown at... Mike Brown underscore 2020. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, any day that ends in Y, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. Once again, your happy final tonight, 122-114 over the Indiana Pacers. We'll talk with you Sunday night, Rockets fans. And until next time, go Rockets.